welcome back to another episode of the Sleepy Knots podcast. I'm Erin. I'm your host and author of today's sleep story, as always. Running a solo ship here still. How is everybody? How was your week? My week, you ask? It was terrible. <laughs> um, no, in all, in, I mean, in all seriousness, I'm not in Texas, so I didn't have it as bad as, as the Texans, but we... We got snow, we got snowed in, we lost the internet for days and days and days, so I'm really sorry last week's episode was a day late. Um, It was just, it was out of my hands. We have had spotty internet for days, Um, so thank you for being patient. Okay, then let's get to it. I want you to find a quiet space, stretch out, lay down, really sink down into your pillow. Take a few deep breaths in and out and prepare to lose yourself in a silly sleep story. This week's episode is called Jack Black and the Trip to Ikea. It was a normal Tuesday like any other when Jack Black awoke and climbed into the shower without a care in the world As he scrubbed his body with his favorite mint and lilac exfoliating scrub, he noticed the slight pink hint of mildew on his shower curtain and made up his mind that a trip to Ikea was in order. Seeing as how the shower curtains are only $1.99, he was happy to make the trip. When Jack Black goes to Ikea, he really makes a day of it, and he treats himself to a day of luxury and pure joy. He starts at the beginning and never takes the shortcuts. He walks the entire showroom floor, taking in all the new things that Ikea has to offer. New couches and chairs, new tables and kitchen islands, new artwork and light fixtures. He tries out all the furniture and takes selfies inside the wardrobes. Sometimes he even likes to play a little game with himself where he pretends he is a Scottish lord who is new to America. So he wanders from space to space, picking out all the furniture that a proper Scottish lord would want. But before he can get to the fun, he needs to fuel up at the cafeteria-style restaurant that serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner for anyone with a few dollars and a dream. He steps out of the shower and puts on his favorite IKEA uniform, a pair of 100% cotton sweatpants and a Rush t-shirt that is so old and worn it has the weight and density of a piece of tissue paper. His favorite pair of basketball shoes because the concrete floors can be a killer on the feet, And when you're planning to be there for the whole day, you want to be super comfortable. To top off everything, he puts on his most comfortable hoodie and a baseball hat. He's basically wearing a soft and wonderful sleeping bag, and he's ready for his journey. When he pulls into the parking lot, he doesn't make the rookie mistake of parking near the entrance. No, Jack Black parks by the exit like a professional because everyone knows that by the time you emerge from an entire day at Ikea with a blue tote bag slung over each arm and a large yet inexplicably heavy cardboard box, you don't want to be parked all the way on the other side of the parking lot and have to walk that distance that may as well be the Grand Canyon with your weary bones and impending diarrhea from too many meatballs. Jack Black walks through the electric doors and into a climate-controlled haven where the smells are engineered to lead you right to the restaurant, and the prices entice you to spend more than you had budgeted. The speakers play a comforting mix of late 80s and early 90s pop music, nothing like a little Rick Astley to start the shopping day right. His phone dings in his pocket to let him know that it has conveniently connected to the free IKEA-provided Wi-Fi. 
All of his needs have been met as he is whisked into a world of endless possibilities. With a bounce in his step and a smile on his face, he mounts the escalator and head towards the restaurant, which is conveniently located near the front upstairs so that you can temporarily bypass the living rooms and head straight for the meatballs. He steps off on the second floor and with the world unfolding around him, he heads to grab a tray and start his day off right. With the flick of his wrist, he grabs a tray and quickly picks a piece of cheesecake from the chilled case in front of him. He takes up at the back of the line and waits patiently for it to be his turn to order from the grumpy-looking gentleman running the kitchen. In front of him, a baby coos and smiles in his stroller, and Jack Black's heart fills with joy. He waves at the baby and makes a little face, and the baby giggles. This is the best day ever so far. Bouncing on the balls of his feet and humming to himself, it's finally his turn to order, and he says with a flourish, the meatball combo, good sir, with a side of fries. The man nods and hands him a plate smothered in gravy. He grabs a cheese stick, a bag of potato chips, and a bottle of water for later, because by the time he makes it down to lighting, he's going to need a protein boost. He pays for his food and finds a table by the large windows that look out on the parking lot. It's a beautiful day, and the hum of the planes overhead, because of course they're right next to the airport, soothes his soul. As he prepares to feast, he pulls his phone out and his earbuds, hops onto Netflix, and watches an episode of The Cecil Hotel. 45 minutes later, his plate is clear, his belly is full, and he's ready for the main event. He shoves his snacks into the pocket of his hoodie and makes his way to the living rooms. He wanders in and out of simulated apartment layouts and storage displays before making his way to the bathrooms and the kitchens. Soon enough, he finds himself heading from beds into the children's section. He's tired, his feet are starting to ache a little, but that's when he sees it. Their display of the My Doll, My, my Doll? Me Doll? Who knows? The bunk beds <laughs> that have a little tent over the top bunk, and it looks like the perfect place to rest his feet without anyone bothering him to get up and move along. He can really take his time. Without a second thought, he climbed up and was inside the little tent. He pulled out his phone, turned on his calm app and listened to a guided meditation to help him forget the pains in his feet. But before he knew it, he was sound asleep in the cozy little tent with a blanket pulled up to his chin and the hood of his hoodie pulled over his face. Jack Black awoke with a start when he realized what had happened. There were no sounds outside the tent, no comforting songs playing over the speakers, no couples arguing over how much to spend on the build-it-yourself furniture. He lay there waiting for a few more minutes before slowly emerging into the dimly lit showroom. He had arrived in the afternoon, but had he really slept for so long that they actually closed and no one found him? As he wandered through the building with every minute that passed that he didn't find anyone, his bravery grew. He was alone in Ikea and he was going to make every minute of it count. First he hit up the kitchens where he filmed a pilot for a pretend cooking show with his phone then he headed to the bathrooms, where he sang in the cramped shower displays. Then he kicked off his shoes and practiced his rock star power slide on the concrete floors for a while before his stomach started to rumble again. He pulled out his snack and decided he would dine on the salty chips and cheese stick while laying on the couch that converts into a bed in the middle of the display. After a while, he grew bored and a little lonely, so he thought he might explore the employees only section. He slowly and cautiously opened the door that said restricted area and crept inside. There were boxes as far as the eye could see and nothing but darkness. He wandered down to the warehouse area with the hopes of getting the ice cream machine to work so he could have some soft serve 
and then he was going to go poop in the fancy bathroom by returns and customer service. That's when he heard the sound of hushed voices from somewhere deep within the warehouse. He tiptoed from one aisle to another until he saw lights from flashlight and heard the mulling about of a small group of people. Unsure of what to expect, he flipped the hood up on his sweatshirt and tried to creep closer before anyone could spot him. When he realized what he'd stumbled upon, he was confused and a little scared. Several men stood in a half circle around a makeshift battle pen area that had been set up. They cheered and took bets as two small bunnies with knives taped to their heads circled each other and prepared for battle. Jack Black could not let those bunnies be hurt. Jack Black was many things, but he would not tolerate cruelty to animals, especially small cute ones with little feet and beady little eyes. Jack Black took a deep breath and jumped out into the light in his best ninja stance with his hands prepared for chopping and feet prepared to kick these dudes in the balls. What the hell? You can't kill those bunnies, he shouted. The men were so startled that they all stood frozen, staring at him. He saw his moment and he seized it, grabbing the bunnies and running for the exit doors. He had stumbled upon a weird Swedish bunny fight ring. What are the odds? As he ran, he felt pains in his arms and hands and belly as the scared bunnies tried to wriggle free of his grasp, but really only succeeded in giving him little cuts and stabs with the razor-sharp knives. Ah, fucking stop it, he screamed as he came closer and closer to the doors. He could hear the feet now behind him and voices yelling in what he figured was Swedish. It sounded Swedish. He had to free these bunnies and then escape in his car. Surprisingly, the exit doors weren't locked, so when he burst through them, he met no resistance. He ran down the sidewalk at full speed in front of the loading zone, around the side of the building where there was grass for the bunnies. He pried the knife off the first bunny and set it down where it sat frozen in the grass. Shoo, shoo, go on, he said. He did the same with the second bunny and watched as it also cowered and shook, but did not move. Maybe these weren't free-range bunnies. Were they pet store bunnies? Go, go, bunnies, be free, he said, but still they did not move. He shrugged and figured that they were scared of him, so he thought if he left, then they would find the courage to run away. So he stealthily ran towards his car, pulling out his keys and using the remote to unlock the doors, so that by the time he was safely inside it, the men who'd been chasing him could not see him huddled down in the front seat. He jammed his key in the ignition, and the engine roared to life. He threw it in drive and headed for the exit of the parking lot, and as he did, he saw something in the night sky. It was an owl or maybe an eagle. It was maybe it was Mothman. It was huge. Its expansive wingspan was impressive, and for a moment he thought it also had giant claws on its feet. But quickly he realized that the thing, clearly a raptor, had the bunnies, one in each claw, that he had tried to set free. He had failed in his mission to save them after all. They would die as dinner for this hell beast that had scooped them up from the one patch of grass in the city where he thought they would be safe. His head hung low as he drove himself home, trying to make sense of what the hell happens in an Ikea after dark. He took a deep breath and vowed to return someday to crack the case. The end. All right, so I just wanted to take a moment to just say thank you to everybody for listening this week and last week and next week. You guys, I'm always amazed when I look at my numbers and I just can't believe how many people are actually listening. Um, 
And I just wanted to say thank you because I know there's a ton of podcasts out there you could listen to and you spend 15 minutes with me once a week. It really does mean the world to me. So until next time, I hope you all sleep well.